All right, all right. Daily Hope time. Second Chronicles, chapter six. Question is, I think, how close is God? Is he near or is he far? Is he up in heaven on a throne or is he walking around the streets of North County disguised as the broken and the needy? You know, I wonder if for most of us, the business and the busyness of life, family, work, ambitions, and yes, even ministry can fill up our minds and our hearts with noise and activity, so much so to the point that God begins to be crowded out. Maybe he's become an afterthought for you. Maybe this awareness, this attention to God, only breaks into your head and to your heart when crisis hits, when you really need something, he, and he's become a crisis counselor, right? Or when you're praying because you want or need things, he's, he's become a vending machine. But, or maybe for some of us, um, we're actually afraid of God's presence. Maybe we've been so conditioned by the performance lie, shame, that we're afraid for God to come close because we're convinced deep in our bones that it's going to mean punishment and rejection. Well, I think 2 Chronicles 6 is asking this question alongside of and for us. We see King Solomon here actually being um, this incredible leader. He's inaugurating the temple that you know David dreamt of that he finally was able to build. It opens this, the chapter opens with Solomon saying, the Lord has said that he would dwell in a dark cloud. I have built a magnificent temple for you, a place for you to dwell forever. But then he goes on in verse 18 and he's, he's praying now. And he said, ask this question, will God really dwell on earth with humans? The heavens, even the highest heavens cannot contain you. How much less this temple I have built. Yet, Lord, my God, give attention to your servant's prayer and his plea for mercy. Hear the cry and the prayer that your servant is praying in your presence. May your eyes be open toward this temple day and night, this place of which you have said you would put your name there. May you hear the prayer of your servant. Praise towards this place. Hear the supplications of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray towards this place. Hear from heaven, your dwelling place, and when you hear, forgive. So to our question, you may be asking, well, I mean, that's confusing. Um, Solomon, even in his prayer here, says that God is in heaven, and we're, um, so God, hear from heaven and forgive us. And yet, he also is just, he's praying this prayer in the context of inaugurating the temple, the place where the Ark of the Covenant is going to come, the place where the, the, the center of life, culture, and worship in Israel is going to revolve around this. The presence of God will fill that place and will emanate and out over the land. So it's this both hand, God is in heaven and God is here on earth. Now for us today, the story actually doesn't end there, right? It gets even more radical. I mean, the opening, an incredible opening of the Gospel of John says this in verse 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. But the good news doesn't stop there, right? This is not that just that Jesus came 
lived on earth, walked among us, fully man and fully God, died, was resurrected, okay? That's not just it. Remember, later in John, he's, he's talking to his disciples saying, hey, I actually need to leave, right? Because when I leave, the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, will come and be with you. And what does the presence of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer and the life of the church mean? Well, it is the affirmation, it is the revelation that you and I become the temple, become the dwelling place of the God of the universe. When was the last time that you stopped to really reflect on how mind-bending that is and how life-changing that truth can be? It is Christ who lives in me now. It is Christ who can animate a life of righteousness, a life on mission to partner with God as he is working to heal all things, to create beauty out of chaos. It is the Holy Spirit, God dwelling in and among us church that brings us the power that we need to be able to move with courage out into our neighborhoods, out into the brokenness of culture, to find the needy, to serve people where they're at, and to do all that to the glory of God. So the good news, church, the good news, yes, um, the church, the physical campus is where we gather as a community, and that is so important, right? It's so important. It's actually essential to gather with other believers for, for edification, for accountability, for confession, for support, right? to meet each other's needs emotionally and physically, financially, all that. But let us not lose sight in the midst of gathering that each of us is the dwelling place of God. That May that truth ring through your head today. May it bring you deep hope, right? Because it's, it's, not, it's not that God that needs to be feared. It's not the one who has come to shame or judge you, right? No, it's the God who's come to free you to enliven you, to empower you, to be all that he created you to be, his masterpiece. This is good news. We celebrate that God came and dwelt with Israel in the temple, but man, we should be dancing in the streets because he has come and walked among us and now lives inside of each of us. Be blessed today in this truth and with this hope, church.